Hello. Hey, Martin. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good. Thank you. Um, <coughs> Sorry, the, I'm a little sick, so. No, you're good. Um, just watched the Bulls blow a 26-point lead to the Pacers. 26? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like the fifth time they've done that in the last month. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Anyway, I think um, I think Alex. I think I think you gotta find. I think by the end of the show, we gotta find you a new a new bandwagon team for the for the, rest of the season. <laughs> no, just for the season though. Just for the season. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh feeling like we probably should have blown it up at this point. We're no, on five since the deadline. I think it's better in the off season. Yeah, I mean I people mean, I might. Think... Yeah, I mean. Nah, go ahead. I think it depends on, you know, whether it's a buying or selling market. Really, at the trade deadline, and this year was a buying deadline, which means teams are paying a lot of firsts and young players for more experienced players like Demar and Vooch. Yeah, and I don't know. I think that because it was a buyer's market because more teams are trying to be competitive than tank right now. That's true. We probably could have gotten something better for DeMar or Vooch at the trade deadline rather than during the offseason. I think the question would have been what team exactly would have wanted to give it up. I think because like yeah. DeMar would be two first-rounders. I would, I would imagine. At least, yeah. And I think, like, you look at the Lakers, the Lakers only give up one, which I know we'll talk about. We're, we're waiting yeah. for Tigo, but what a trade. Yeah, yeah. Like, for real. But, okay, so before Tigo comes, what team are we picking? <laughs> for the bandwagon? For the bandwagon. So you can, oh, man. You can have a nice closeout after All-Star break. I think it's 25 <laughs> games or something. 28, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got plenty of <laughs> options. The Mavs, yeah, Suns. <laughs> the Suns are ridiculous, though. We'll definitely get into that. The Suns are absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I really like watching fun teams. Yeah, and right now, I think the most fun team in the league has got to be Dallas. To be yeah. honest, then I think you got to take Dallas. No, I don't know if I think they're like zero and two together, Luca and Kyrie, unless they won together tonight. I don't know if they played oh. or not, but. Oh yeah, they're playing. I don't want to preview my opinion. Of course, we're we're waiting for Tigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely that's like I think the most fun team in the league. Oh yeah, to watch. No, I so you know, I'll I'll stand by Dallas a little bit, a little bit. So Alex Olson officially ban bandwagon fan Dallas <laughs> for for twenty twenty three season closeout. Yeah, you're, you're not just saying this to me. You're saying it to to yeah. every every listener out there. <laughs> Nah, people know. People know I'm gonna be at the end of the day. I'm gonna be a Bulls fan, even though it's really, really difficult right now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll watch some Mavericks games. I haven't watched them play together yet. I've just seen clips. Um, I, I watched the. So Mavs. I think that'll be fun. I watched the first game with Kyrie where Luca didn't play. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, they were they, so. Yeah, they won that one too, right? Yeah, against the Clippers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie's going in there and doing his thing so far. I know. But Do you think, you like, we'll get more into the trade logistics yeah. of it later. 
with Tigo, but do you think that um, the Mavericks are, have, like, the deadliest backcourt now in the league? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think, like, what, what, what other – backcourt, at least? Mm-hmm. Front court, I think there's there's arguments to be made, but back court, yeah, I think like I don't know because we again we need to see how they gel. I think some yeah. like even even before Durant, I think a back court. I've always liked the back court that's more balanced in the sense one is more of a like a, a distributor, the other one's more of a scorer. Yeah, Chris Paul, but, Devin Booker type. Yeah. I was I, I was gonna say CP3 and Harden would be my prime yeah. example because oh my god! But <laughs> yeah, welcome Tigo. Hey Tigo, how you doing, gentlemen? Good. How are you? Good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was just telling Martin I just watched the Bulls blow the twenty-six point lead to the Pacers coming out of halftime. Oh my god! Once again, <laughs> once again. Don't you know? At this point, <laughs> at this point, Tigo should they have blown it up? You see, this is what I said at the beginning of the season. If if we go back, if we go back to the first podcast, this is what I said. Blow it up. They need to just, you know. He, so if, if I think about like good, I have to refer to like soccer. If you think of Real Madrid and Barcelona, both of those teams blew up their organization. They realized they lost their stars. Yeah. You know, late, and then they recruited in really young players that were going to develop into amazing talent. If if the Bulls are serious, yeah, that's very yeah. true. That that is very true. Yeah, if the Bulls are serious, I don't, I I don't know. I at this point, as a fan, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you guys, you know, I'm serious. I'm not even surprised we blew this league. Yeah. I, it's on my phone with my parents. I'm on my way home um, tonight, and I I turned on the game in the car. It was halftime, and I called my parents, and I, I told them, you know, we're up by 26. We're gonna blow it. Uh, <laughs> you know, like we've the Bulls have have blown leads to the worst teams in the league. <laughs> what feels like, yeah, I think it's literally like four of the last seven games they've played. Have been blown leads to bad teams. No, I know it's not. It's not blowing a twenty-six point lead to the Nuggets. It's blowing it to the Pacers. Right, a Pacers team that is, by the way, three and seventeen in their last twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, who's on the Pacers? Benedict Tyrese Halliburton. That's about it. Right. Who? Tyrese Halliburton. No, Benedict Mathurin. <laughs> Who? Benedict Mathurin. That is a name. That's an amazing name. Yeah, he said he, he's a rookie this year. He said before yeah. the before coming into the league, he said everyone needs to prove they're better than me. I think I I need LeBron to show me that he's better than me. Oh yeah, Benedict. <laughs> I've never seen him play, but he's my new favorite player. No, Benedict <laughs> is good too. I think he's he's the highest scoring rookie this year. He, right, he averages like twenty points per game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's balling out. Balling he uh, out last time the Bulls. the Bulls played the Pacers, he had eighteen in the fourth quarter, and uh, was a part of their comeback last time. Last time when they beat the Bulls. Yeah. What's the Bulls' record currently? I think they just fell to twenty-six and thirty-two. Oh my! Tank for Wemby. <laughs> 
26. So do you think they'll end up 500? No, there's no way. I mean, really, I had confidence because we have the second easiest um, schedule in the league since the um, deadline. And here we are at 0-5 since the trade deadline. Lost to the Magic, lost to the Pacers, lost to Brooklyn on on the trade deadline night when Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson were even playing. They didn't have KD, they didn't have Kyrie. Oh. We lost to Brooklyn with Spencer Dinwiddie, who just flew in that morning. <laughs> um, I don't know, just some really stupid losses. <laughs> and at this point, you can't blame injuries, right? Nope. Look at all the other teams that have bounced. You know, they they dealt with trades, they dealt with injuries, and they still have managed to win. Like, yeah. even Dallas. Dallas didn't have Luka. They threw in Kyrie, and he balls out. Right? Mm-hmm. That's in, – in his first game, he just he just showed up there. Right? Yeah. Every other team can do it. But the Bulls, same team, whole season. Can't figure it out. Yeah. And I think – Blow it just up. to finish off, yeah, just to finish off this little Bulls rant, what bothered me even more was the fact that um, Arturis Karshanovas, the the um, head of basketball or head of the Bulls executive office, whatever it is, and like basically GM, like had he was like saying like I hundred percent believe that this team is a playoff team, like, not even playing playoff team. And, like, he was talking about – he said something else ridiculous. Um, been to a game this season? <laughs> Has he been to an actual Bulls game this entire season? Because a, I've been yeah. to three. That's a great question. And I haven't seen a playoff team yet. I mean, the opponents have looked like playoff teams. Yeah. Lou Dort dropped, I think, like 27 on them when I went. Oh, yeah. Probably. That sounds right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Carson Ovis just was saying some really ridiculous things about how he believes in this roster and all that type of stuff. You know, the Bulls are the only team that haven't made a move throughout the season in the league. You know, we could start a podcast just ranting on the Bulls. We honestly could. We, we could, really could. We could easily create a separate podcast. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing a whole Bulls rant podcast for a little while now. It might have to happen. It would be like therapy sessions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. For Bulls fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Let's uh let's do this. Welcome to the Fast Break NBA Talk. Um, I'm Alex, and I'm here again with Martin and Tigo. Hello. Um, we're a couple days past the NBA trade deadline now, and I just wanted to kind of break down some of these trades that we've seen um, so far. Um, like, where do we even start? Everyone was thinking that this was going to be a nice and quiet trade deadline, and then all of a sudden stuff erupts. <laughs> starting with the probably starting with the Kyrie trade request, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started off with that. 
Kyrie goes to um, the Mavericks to go join forces with Luca. Um, funny story about how he wanted to go to the Lakers and the Nets GM didn't want to do that, even though the Lakers gave the better offer um, because he didn't want to send Kyrie where Kyrie wanted to go. Um, which yeah. Is pretty LeBron classic. was not happy about that. Yeah. Which is a pretty poor classic Josiah move. Uh, poor yeah. LeBron. I mean, he's he's – He's got his accolades at this point. He's, <laughs> uh, I mean, statistically, he's the best basketball player of all time, right? Yeah. <laughs> nobody's gonna argue that. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna argue that. Yeah. So, I, I don't. I res, I respect him trying to continue to win championships, sir. You're forty years old. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know, it's gonna be a little forty. It's in, it's insane how good he is for being literally forty. Yeah, but yeah. it's also insane how good Luca is, and this new Dallas team is gonna be with Kyrie. <clears throat> That's what's insane. I'm so excited to see how they play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's gonna be really exciting. I was telling Martin that's gonna be like the most fun team to watch in the league. I feel like at this point. Um, people forget they also have Christian Wood on that roster who can really put up a, a solid 2012 game per night. And that, I mean, that Christian Wood, Luka Doncic, uh, pick and roll was good. Imagine the, um, Christian Wood, Kyrie Irving pick and roll. Kyrie is really like a guy that can really do well in pick and roll if he has a good guy to, to run with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, has Kyrie ever had a good center on his team? Um, he had um, what's his name? Tristan Thompson? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, Thompson in Cleveland. I mean, he had a really Wilson. young Robert Williams. Did he play what with? Was that? He played with what's his name? Verizal? No. He did, but I mean, would we call Verizal a good center though? No, not at all. I just like. Yeah. What I mean, about what about Al Horford? Al Horford, you could you could say that he's a good player, but is he really like a good all around center? Yeah, no, he's not your traditional center. That, that yeah. is. True. Yeah, I mean, so I guess finally he has two big men he can really run the pick and roll with. Because I mean, if you think Christian Wood, obviously athletic mm-hmm. big guy, but also Luca, that's like. How many threats coming off that pick and roll can you come up? Yeah. With? I mean, you cannot leave a single player on that court. If you have Kyrie and Luca, Christian Wood, and then you have like Tim Hardaway on that court, and then now they're going to buy or they're going to sign um, Terrence Ross, who's shooting near 40% from three this season after the Magic bought him out, you can't leave a single person alone on that court. Those are all elite uh, guys who can stretch the floor and they can all attack the basket. Now, defensively, <laughs> that's a different story. But That's a different story. Oh, my. <laughs> that's a different yeah, story. it's going to be ugly on defense. But on offense, that's going to be a struggle for a lot of teams. Especially the, the, the league from 25 years ago, it's completely different. 
Like you see teams putting up 120 points on a regular basis. Yeah. So in this sort of league, this new league, offense is elite. And, and especially when it comes down to the wire, late game situations when teams are going back and forth, a team that has a higher percentage of making the shot is going to, is going to come out most of the time, right? A team that can be potent and catch on fire, they're going to be able to come come back in games. Um, obviously, the defense wins championships, but you can get a, you can get pretty far with a team like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, Mavericks are good, basically, um, on offense. Not so good on defense, is what. We're taken away from that trade. Um, how far do you think that Mavericks can, team can make it now? How deep in the playoffs are second they going to make it? You think second? Second round. That's a you step know, back from last year, isn't it? I so tight this. Year. I, they I made it further I'm, than they were expected last year as well. Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone say it on TV. It was like, if you think about it. And one team with championship aspirations is going down in the first round. Yeah. Because pretty yeah, much... It's a traditional... Yeah. Six. Gone. Yeah. So, that would be really fun to see an eight seed win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it honestly, it could. This year, it could happen. It's so close. What eight seed do you think has a, a viable chance... And actually pushing, pushing okay. in playoffs deep. Let's look I mean, at the, the Warriors. Right the Warriors are a nine seed in the West right yeah. now. Like the Pelicans are a seven. Timberwolves. So the Warriors would have to play West. into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But like the Warriors, you cannot mess with them no matter what their record is. Yeah. The, mm. Yeah. They're going to go out and win playoff games. It's just what they do. Not to mention, the other thing is, like, Phoenix is fourth. Phoenix is two losses away from the Warriors' record. Yeah. I mean, the three seed seed through the – let's see. Let's go. The three seed through the ten seed are all three games within each other. That's extremely tight. I mean, if the Jazz go on a little three-game win streak, they're going to be the three seed. (laughs) And what are they right now? Ten. <laughs> the Jazz are ten. how close it is. The yeah, they, they fell off pretty hard. What happened to them? Not even that much. It's just you lose it's a couple of games teams, so far. Right? They're only one under 500. <laughs> ten. They're one under 500 and they're still the number 10 seed? Yeah, one That's- under. Okay, that's kind of crazy as well. Like, all right, so it's valid. Anybody who win the win. <laughs> yeah, legit. But um, I also still think, like, at the end of the day, we know who's going to perform. We know Dallas yeah. is going to perform. We know the Suns are going to perform. And we know Golden State's going to perform. Yeah. We know this. So... I mean, it's a, it's guarantees, and um, you Who's know, your surprise I surprise team. Surprise team, you know, man. I mean, 
As of right now, or do you mean in the playoffs? In the, uh, right now. Sacramento. Sacramento is three seed right now. Uh, only two games back from Memphis for the two. Denver is clear. Denver is clear. They're, they're six games ahead of the two seed. Denver um, might win it. You know, people are really sleeping on Denver right now. Um, but, yeah, Sacramento has been surprising to me. I was one of the rare people that actually kind of liked the Tyrese Halliburton for Demontis Bonus trade for, for Sacramento um, because they clearly want to win now, and that's exactly what they're doing. We, we talked about this a lot on the previous podcast, so I don't get into this too much. But, you know, I, I like Sacramento. And I like Sacramento kind of reminds me of, of the Bulls last year a little bit. Really high energy, good play, a lot of hustle players type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I really like them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I am going to do this. Let's let's keep going with these with these trade deadline yeah. um, trades. I mean, we had these ones like Jay Crowder to the Bucks for five seconds. Um, Jay Crowder was the one. Guy, <laughs> Jay Crowder was the one guy that I really wanted on the Bulls, to be honest. Because he's the guy that would really yell at anybody, at everybody in the locker room during halftime, and get everybody straight. Um, but the Bucks got him for five seconds. He hasn't played yet. I think he will probably pretty soon. Um, five seconds got, is a lot, though. Five seconds is a lot, and it's weird because you don't really see seconds getting thrown around like that. Yeah. But this year there was a lot of it. Yeah. Also, like, wait, then, five second round picks. Yeah. To Brooklyn. <laughs> It was a part of that KD trade, I believe. Or maybe it was separate, but same teams. Okay. And then, like, a confusing move from the Lakers to trade Thomas Bryant, who was getting 10 and 10 games in about 15 minutes per game, for Devon Reed in three seconds, a contending or a buying team trading away Thomas Bryant for Devon Reed who I've never heard of, which is rare for me, in three seconds, that really confused me. Now, the only reason I can imagine – no, I've never heard of him. (laughs) Now, the only reason that I could think of why they did this is because they got Vanderbilt in the D'Angelo Russell trade. Um, But still, like, Thomas Bryant is a good guy to throw in when you need a little bit of size. Like, Vanderbilt – Vanderbilt's strong, but he's not exactly like a tall guy to have at the five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had like Matisse Thibel. What was that? Sorry. Every year the league is getting bigger. So. Yeah, I mean, just a couple of years ago we thought the center position was dying. Here we are with Jokic winning back to back to maybe back MVPs. Exactly. Um. Let's see, the Blazers brought in Matisse Thybul, which I really like for them. Yeah, um, they really needed that wing defense. Um, and Matisse has been working on his three-point shot as well, <laughs> um, which is good for them. Um, let's see. Um, Guys, uh, so, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to have to go. I'm really, I'm really sorry to lead like this. Oh, good. But uh, I hope you guys have a good podcast. And if, if there's anything to say about it, Zion for MVP. <laughs> Hey. See you guys soon, and uh, Tigo. I hope I hope you get a chance to watch Benedict. <laughs> All right, have a good night, Martin.
All right. Have a good night, guys. Bye. All right. And then another surprising move, the Nuggets, who are a one seed right now, are they went ahead and traded Bones Highland for two seconds. Bones Highland's the guy who can come in off the bench and drop 20 in about 10 minutes. So that was a little bit confusing to me. I don't know if maybe they had an internal issue with the organization or whatever. But, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> as a Bulls fan, as the only team who hasn't done anything during the season, couldn't we have given up two seconds to get a guy that can score 20 within 10 minutes off the bench? Like, come on now. Anyway. Anyway. Enough about the Bulls. Mean, let's not talk, like, making sense. With the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> Gave enough on that. Um. And then the Suns got Darius Baisley from OKC, who is a good 3 and D. Uh, I don't know if I'd call him 3 and D, but he's got some some pretty solid defense. And then he can score the ball for sure um, to kind of bolster up their bench a little bit. And then here, here was a big one. This was the um, big, big trade between the Warriors, Pistons, and Hawks which is James Wiseman to the Pistons, Sadiq Bay to the Hawks, and then the Warriors got back Gary Payton. Portland was in there somehow. That's how the Warriors got back Gary Payton. Um, Gary, Payton really like Gary Payton yeah, Jr. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like that move for the Warriors because the Warriors would have had to pay James Wiseman $130 million after the season, and he has not done anything in his career. So they got that off their book, and they brought back a fan favorite in GP2. <laughs> Yo, GP2 can jump out the gym. For real. <laughs> for, really size, for size and everything, he really jumps out the gym. So Yeah. He really can. But, yeah, I think that was a smart move on their part, and, you know, they can bring in somebody young. Um, yeah. We can play big for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. This 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 playoff season is gonna be It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fresh. Kinda like last year. We didn't know what was gonna happen. So it's kinda always yeah. nice having a competitive season year and yeah. year. And, and we're for seeing sure. it's almost like the rest of the league is taking basketball seriously and the Bulls are just kinda <laughs> doing their own thing. So kudos to the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, and then after that, the other guy that I really – actually, the other two guys I really wanted on our team are two guys that ended up being swapped for each other. Um, Eric Gordon went to the Clippers. Luke Kennard went to the Grizzlies. And then the Rockets brought back John Wall and got Danny Green. They are going to buy both of them out, the Rockets are. I felt so bad for John Wall when I saw he was going back to Houston because – Houston was sitting him out the whole last season, even though he was ready to play. Um, and no one wanted to trade for him. And I felt really bad for John Wall when he was going back to that probably really dark place in his career. Yeah. But um, luckily, they're willing to buy him out this time. It seems At like. At least he's going to get paid. At least he's going to yeah. get paid. Hopefully, they give him the respect that he's, that he's due. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really wanted Eric Gordon or Luke Kennard on the Bulls also because the Bulls have shot 20% from three in their last five games. 
Um, and then moving on, Josh Richardson is on the Pelicans. Some good, some more good wing defense, and he can hit the occasional three ball. Um, this was an interesting one. Lakers got Mo Bamba um, for Patrick Beverly and a second round pick. Um, you know, just Lakers bringing another big man. Um, good for them. They they made the playoffs a couple of years ago simply because they had a ton of big dudes. Yeah. I mean, Mobamba next to AD is going to be a shot-blocking duo, like, of all time. That's going to be hard to hard to score in the paint on those yeah. two. Yeah, um, the Magic are going to be buying Patrick Beverly out. You know, come home. Come home, Patrick Beverly, please. <laughs> Imagine a backcourt of Caruso and Beverly next to each other. Man, that would be annoying. <laughs> but it would, would be a solid backcourt. Yeah, I mean, annoying two other teams. Yeah, I feel like two other guards on other teams because they're. I mean, it's gonna be hard to score on that. Um, the Clippers got a good backup big man in Mason Plumley for Reggie Jackson, who hadn't been putting in the production he was before this. In fact. I think he's going to be bought out as well. A lot of point guards getting bought out here um, this year. And, yeah, those are those are really the um, small trades we had. Now, of course, we talked about the Kyrie trade a little bit towards the beginning of this. There were two massive trades. Do you want to start with um, Phoenix or do you want to start with L.A.? Yeah, let's cover these two. I uh, will start with uh, Phoenix and L.A. and I got to – I got a dip. All right. Um, so let me actually put up the logistics of this um, KD trade. So KD sat down with Nets management and said, we're not going to win anything. <laughs> Likely said, I actually want to be traded this time. And uh, he finally went to the Suns, which we had been talking about a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's happening now. The uh, projected Suns starting lineup is Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, TJ Warren, and DeAndre Ayton. Somehow held on to DeAndre Ayton. Um, here was the trade. Suns received Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. Nets received Mikal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Juan Pablo Valle. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2023 first, 2025 first, 2027 first, 2028 first, 2029 first, 2029 second. Like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of picks. Who do you think what was that? Well, the Nets are clearly wanting to build around a younger team now. And, yeah. you know, I, honestly, I think it was a win-win. Because, yeah, the Nets are trying to build around a, run, a young team now. They've got probably the best 3 and D player in the league now in Mikhail Bridges. And he's still young. They've got this guy, Cam Thomas, who came out of nowhere and had back-to-back-to-back 40-point games. And then our Bulls locked him up, even though we still lost to them. Um, they got Spencer Dinwiddie back, who is still pretty young. I think he's 28. You know, they're trying to build around this young core now. And then Phoenix, on the other hand, really want to win now. And besides LeBron and Giannis, who is better to bring into your team if you want to win now? KD. Right. That's so, it. I mean, KD's also trying to win a championship. Let's not forget that. Yeah. 
Let's not forget that Chris I'm, Paul is definitely trying to win a championship. Yeah. I I'm, mean, like, it, really excited to watch them play together. But the Suns at KD two years ago? It would have been dominant. If he hasn't been on a championship caliber quali- team. Like Since like, Golden State, yeah. So, he's trying to get him another one. So now, his legacy. Here's my thing about Katie to the Suns. This is awfully similar to when Brooklyn built this super team and everyone thought it was going to be unstoppable. They've got the playmaking point guard, Chris Paul, to James Harden. They've got the pure scoring shooting guard in Devin Booker to Kyrie Irving. They've got KD, the same the same guy. The only thing really is that Phoenix somehow managed to keep DeAndre Ayton. I think there's less ego. Definitely. That's a really good point. I did not think about that. That is really important. And I think that'll definitely – there's less conflict – yeah, for sure. Chris Paul is the leader. He's going to be the point guard, the leader. And he's going to be even more unselfish than James Harden. He had 19 assists last night. Who? <laughs> Chris Paul. I mean, he's a point guard. <laughs> point guard. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I like that trade for both sides. We'll see what KD does when he comes back right after the All-Star break. Um, I'm excited to watch that team as well. Um, the other big trade was the, um, D'Angelo Russell trade to LA. Um, D'Lo is heading back. Um. Is D'Lo as valuable as he, he was three years ago? No, there's no way. I mean, he's still a 20 point per game scorer on Minnesota. Um, but you know, it's like. Is he going to fit on that team? I think you know? he's just a superstar in ego. Honestly, you said what? I think he's going to bring in – he's kind of – he reminds me of uh, Swaggy P. <laughs> he's, he's got this personality. People like to – he's like a celebrity basketball player, not a basketball player that became celebrity. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a lot of saying. these high schoolers who are like social media famous influencer hoopers. That's how D'Lo strikes me as an NBA player. Yeah. I all respect to him. He could cook me in the gym, but like <laughs> he doesn't strike me as somebody who's like, oh, I'm trying to win championships and I'm trying to be the greatest. Yeah. He doesn't I'm- seem like someone who's fully motivated to go out and win. Yeah. And LeBron James is not going to like that. Yeah. So now here was that here's that full trade. Um, the Lakers brought in D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley um, brings in a lot of catch and shoot type stuff. D'Angelo Russell is pretty solid offensive point guard, and then Vanderbilt is just another big man to to sh- block shots and grab rebounds. Um, the Jazz received Russell Westbrook. So I mean, Lakers fans got their wish. Russell Westbrook is off their team. Um, Juan Descano Anderson, 2027 first. Timberwolves receive Mike Conley Jr., um, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and a couple picks. Um, I mean, the Lakers definitely won this trade, but 
is it really going to make them that much better to be able to compete with that Suns team? <laughs> no. That's the question. No. And the answer just, is right. The answer is no. It's just <laughs> like a trade to get rid of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. It's about it. Uh, I mean, the Lakers will be better now. But they're already in such a deep hole down in the 13th seed. But I don't know if their pregame dancing is going to be better. That's <laughs> – that's not going to be better for sure. So <laughs> that was a funny clip. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see on the Lakers. Give them a couple weeks to kind of gel together. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, as I said, I think they're in too deep of a hole to really come back this season. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan and I'm a Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. Both of my teams have been poop for a while. <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing else you can really say about those yeah. two franchises right now. Yeah, we'll see. Legacies and dynasties, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we can get back to that glorious season. Yeah. So after the trade deadline, who do you think won the trade deadline? Final question. Uh, I would have to say the Suns. Yeah. Suns have the biggest chance of winning an immediate championship. So yeah. They made the right moves. On top of that, I think Dallas made some really smart strategical moves. What do you mm-hmm. think? You know, purely based off of trades, I'd have to say Phoenix again. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, KD. And then also managing to keep down Drayton in that is insane. And then bringing in Darius Baisley to kind of reinforce your bench. They are also active. In the, in the buyout market, which we'll talk about on the next podcast, hopefully here mm-hmm. um, within the next week or so. Um, I'd have to say Phoenix as well. And uh, it's the boring answer, but you know, it, yeah. It's, it's gotta obvious. be. And when you're training for KD, <laughs> you it's gotta obvious. be the winner of the trade deadline. They won. They yeah. Won. I mean, Dallas was solid. Dallas is also really looking in the buyout market. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll We'll definitely talk about the bio market on the next one. Hell yeah. Heck yes. <laughs> All right. um, it was a pleasure, Alex, as always. As always, with you as well. And uh, we'll uh, hop back on soon. Yep, next time we already know the topic, so yep. stay tuned for that. All right. Thank you all for listening. It's been on the Fast Break NBA Talk. Thanks, Tigo. Thanks, Alex. Peace. Have a great night.